This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Les Ferdinand, and you're listening to Football Ramble. Pete, we've missed you. Ladies and gentlemen, what, oh. a, what a start to the show that was. What a man. What a man. <laughs> I've missed him. And we've missed you. <laughs> Into the Dean Wonders Hall of Fame. He's already in there, Pete. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, three's company, but four's a ramble. <laughs> and uh, Jim, is you're up first. I am. Hello. How you doing, pal? I'm good, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete? Hello. Good to have you back. Guess who's back? Back again. You've been, you. You've been on you. You've been on your holes. I've been on my holes. I'm looking a little bit more flush than I usually am. Mm. Not with money. With uh, <laughs> that's nothing to do with your holiday. Hands though, skin cells. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, my name's Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke's here too. All right. Yeah. I've got some questions for Pete. Actually. Oh, have you? Oh, have you I know? asked our listeners some, if they wanted to ask him any questions. You're an odd fellow, um, aren't you? About, mm. about his holiday. <laughs> that was the first question. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jeff said. Did you catch MLS fever? <laughs> I didn't. I looked around for a uh, an MLS shirt, but could I States. find one? Could I not? No, <laughs> I guess that's a no. Then that's yeah. a no. Yeah. Um, so Charlie sure. says, "Do you want to be mates?" <laughs> It With depends who? on what Charlie looks like and what his is. Is it Charlie Sheen? So maybe? That's the first thing you judge him on. Well, it depends what he looks like. <laughs> well, oh, that's a horrible revelation. Yeah. Um, Bob from Pick Live says, "Why do you have to drink so much to enjoy yourself?" <laughs> 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 He's got a very good point. And uh, Michael says, "Go fuck yourself." Hey, <laughs> not a question there, Michael. No, no. <laughs> but valid nonetheless. <laughs> Fundamentally misread the brief. <laughs> Right then. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! Right then. Right, 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 right. Oh, after all the semi-final madness at Wembley, mm. I think we can all agree. Uh, apparently, one of um, Manchester United's backroom staff kicked Wembley to death. That was Tony Strudwick, <laughs> yeah. the fitness coach, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, <laughs> Wembley bad, to death. Bad news for that wall. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> they said it, it was three inches in uh, diameter, but it was not a hole. Yeah. Mm. What was it? A bruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, a rash. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like it was a rash challenge, but it, what it was. Um, uh, I'd like to ask you, chaps, uh, a funny moment f- uh, from football which involved the act of frustration. <laughs> Jim, you'd like yeah, right? Okay, thank you for asking me a funny moment. Um, yes. I'm gonna go. Um, Back to uh, the game when Arsenal beat Manchester United 2-0 in the FA Cup. I think that might have been a semi as well. And Alex oh, Ferguson at half-time. <laughs> I, think, I think so. Oh, no. Go on. That's all right. You've done it now. Yeah, I've done it. You start to see your finish, Magnus Magnus. <laughs> Ooh, get thinking. Um, yeah, he uh, basically Alex Ferguson kicked a boot into David Beckham's head, didn't he? So <laughs> yeah. We don't really know if it was an accident. Apparently Beckham himself got really annoyed. But I, I just like the image of kicking a boot. It's like a sort of an, an extension of the idea of the dueling glove. Do you know what Ferguson's I mean? Ferguson's going to hit the target. He's a great striker yeah. in his day. 
you know, it's, it's always not, and didn't, didn't Beckham emerge with like some butterfly stitches on top yeah, of his eyebrow? Yeah. Well, still, still looking stylish. That was side. when he had administered the Alice band for the mm, first yeah. time, which was all very convenient for the papers. Yeah, it was. But yeah. he, wa- he wasn't specifically angry with Beckham, was he? He was just frustrated in general. Yeah, and no, it, hit it was Beckham, just. Yeah, he? he happened to just kick yeah. it. But he kicked off like people like to hold Beckham back. I think. Mm. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, yeah, I can't really imagine that. He no. spread boots indiscriminately in the dressing room. Good start. Imagine if that happened to Keane, he'd just caught it in his mouth. Just, just <laughs> swallowed, swallowed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it would have hit Keane in the forehead and it would have been bleeding. The Keane would just would have gone, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> or the boot, the boot like would have just bleed. disappeared into another dimension. Sticking <laughs> 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 up your bollocks. Uh, Pete. Um, it, it turns out it, that wasn't the one. That oh, was good. Go oh, right. But the exact same uh, football uh, tie was when uh, I think I think Man United beat uh, Arsenal 2 0. And at the end of the Not match. Not likely. <laughs> and the, um, at the end of the match in the tunnel, um, Pete's. Was thrown, soup was thrown. Mm. Yes, wasn't that Seth? Seth Fabregas. No, it was Fabregas when he was about 17 or 18. He owned up to it. (laughs) I think think he was quite proud of it. And Alex Ferguson had to change his blazer. So he, car- he carries two blazers around. Can you imagine? Because it was at Old Trafford. It yeah. was. Can you imagine was it, someone it, throwing food at Alex Ferguson? Was it, at Old him Trafford? in the face. How was it, annoyed. Was he it a blazing row? <laughs> <laughs> hey. He Good just one. wanted a pe- piece of the action. <laughs> I'm back, everyone. I'm back. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be lenient on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Luke. Well, you're only having that one. <laughs> He's had his one. I, I, as a Portsmouth fan, I was tempted to uh. pick from a, um, a variety of Harry Redknapp moments. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Inspired by Redknapp or? Yeah, The one I settled on Was um, When he smashed up the stadium Was when he was um, What You're aiming for the goal And you hit me Under you're in the reserves <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. mental On the camera In that interview He's got another one About Darren Bent as well Hasn't he When ben, he says oh, also, Sandra would have fin- well, Would have buried that, that Edda the act of frustration In that well, well, he was pretty pretty frustrated. Somebody kicked the ball at him, and he cu- he's totally brought character and just started shouting at the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was genuinely frustrated. I was like he broke the fourth wall. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Much like that fitness coach. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, it's not going to win you the points, but well, fine. I haven't finished yet. <laughs> well, I could have the points. I could have gone for the weeder dealer. Oh, no, nah, I'm not a weeder dealer. Nah, nah. Even though you kind of meant it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, and I've built my career on it. <laughs> oh no, Harry, no, come back. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. that's mine. Eric, uh, Various Harry Redknapp moments is mine. Uh, okay. I know Jim can't get the points because you'll never give a hat trick out. Hmm? <laughs> you can't give him the points for various Harry Redknapp moments. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I like. Yeah. Because as we've said before, you are unfit for purpose. <laughs> Challenge me. <laughs> I'd like to make the point that mine has two different foodstuffs in it, so <laughs> something for everyone. Okay. But was yours frustration though? Yeah, very much so. Do you think? Mm. Food was thrown. Food that's, was thrown. No, that's damn cheap. After a loss. Mm. I know it happened in Hook because Look at him, he's moving the goalposts oh. again. Jimbo, you're on a hat trick here. The super <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go for the Cluj manager. Oh, it's a very good one. Yeah. Soren Kartu. YouTube sensation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When he, um, he had some trouble, didn't he? <laughs> was it, it, I think it was a Champions League game. Yeah, it was, it yeah. must have been a Champions League, otherwise we wouldn't know about, much about it. Well, speak for yourself, I watch a lot of Romanian <laughs> football. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about Romanian football later on in, in, the, in the pod, something uh. to look forward to, I think you'll all agree. Um, it was a Champions League game away in Switzerland, Austria. So, yeah. Europe. Yeah, it was away in Europe, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he smashed the dugout in he frustration. It in, didn't he? Yeah, definitely look, won pa- me the points. Yeah, oh. painful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's not sorry. Mutiny anyone? <laughs> <laughs> we just killed him now. Doug- <laughs> 
Don't mute, done. don't mute me. <laughs> um, right then, let FA Cup semi-finals. There was a big one. There was an all Manchester affair, mm. and uh, it ended with uh, Rio and Balotelli having a near fisticuffs. Well, not really. Balotelli didn't seem bothered. He rose above no. it. He did yeah. <laughs> incredibly. Balot- I think that's what annoyed Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Balotelli, you know, he went over to the fans and stuff, didn't he? And the, the picture I saw of it, Balotelli just had this massive smirk on his face. He's a proper heel, isn't he? I'm not even funny. I would stick my neck out before this weekend and say that he's definitely in my top five favorite players at the moment now he's mm. definitely in my top one yeah <laughs> <laughs> the man don't give up huh. he, he couldn't even be upstaged by a, Gf- a Gaddafi shout yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that is top quality what banter what I didn't like to see from Rio Ferdinand was, uh, was him sort of arguing and pointing and getting all the David Platt you're saying not good enough oh, yeah. for a night of the Jaffa cake. No, definitely not. <laughs> he was going control your players, control your players, wasn't control he? Control your yeah. players. And he was like, Rio's the only one exam. kicking up. Not Sabotio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Rio Ferdinand um, refri- uh, restrain Gary Neville when he would celebrate in front of the scales? Oh, well, apparently mm. that was because it was a goal, so that was different. That's oh. what Ben actually said. Oh. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, on Twitter, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gold, Jesus. But he did. Uh, to be fair to Ferdinand, in, in, in the interest of balance, he did on Twitter afterwards say that you know apologies. I was mm. it was heating the moment and stuff. But Balotelli winked at him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's why Ferdinand went off. It was one. a wonderful wink. Terminator wink. Terminator wink. <laughs> Terminator wink. A little. Balotelli, come on. I and mean, the thing is with Balotelli, if he fancied it, he'd absolutely hammer Ferdinand. He's massive. I, it would. I think it would be a fairer fight yeah. than that. Yeah. Mm. Ferdinand's Rio's quite a big guy as well, and experienced as well. Um, Team Balotelli. <laughs> well, <laughs> TB. Yeah. I, I wasn't asking you to take sides, <laughs> but you have. Um, Nigel de Jong said that uh, it was a half time argument or bust up that inspired the comeback in the city dressing room. I think, it, I think it was one man team Yaya Toro Was that right? Mm. <laughs> he was absolutely immense He was mm. massive I've, He was literally massive he is, Well he is already <laughs> One of the best performances I've seen in a very long time mm. and, uh, On that sort of occasion Driving force He very nearly got a second Didn't he Which it, which just, it just wasn't on But he <laughs> wasn't giving up on it know, he, almost, yeah. he almost had to tackle it Into the net <laughs> yeah. He very nearly managed it <laughs> <Yeah>. As well <laughs> uh, Skulls was sent off Mm. Yeah, silly. That is silly. Well, People he, are saying that's his like Zidane moment, and he's not going to play again. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far. He's but, um, yeah. he, he's not going to learn now, is he? Let's be honest. He's not managed to cut that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a shame though. Um, it was. It was a red card, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So City finally beating United. Mm. Sabaletta had a decent gash left on him, didn't he? You see that? Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, bleeding. Yeah. I mean, what do we think now? Gashes coming out of Man United. City now going to kick on and win the league, James? No, maybe not this. Yeah, well, it's impossible to say, isn't it? I mean, because the, the new financial rules coming next year. Oh, well. yeah, that's obviously going to have an effect. So, it's, it's actually that makes it very difficult to predict anything. But yeah. we're going to have to see what kind of effect it has. Mm. I think we can just say that we don't know what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do know that Stoke are going to be in the final mm. with Manchester City with a Super wonderful yeah. five, win, just five em- nil win. Emphatic, wasn't it? They uh, they will not have a better performance. For a very very long time, simply because everything they tried came off. Yeah, mm. and Bolton didn't turn up really. Yeah, I think the they were a bit overawed. Yeah. Really disappointed. The first two goals were completely speculative for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both so. found the corner. It was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, there were some good goals in that game. Mm. Will Pulis wear a baseball cap with a suit? for the final with a suit? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. What we what we need is a formal baseball cap. <laughs> I'm w- it'd be perfect for like chav weddings well, like yeah. a little, funerals. little buttonhole on it yeah court I'd cases like, I'd like to well yeah, yeah. certainly yeah. Um, I'd like to see him wear like an old style uh, England cap Baggy cap Yeah yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the Speaking of of poor Sartorial choices In semi-finals 
Rooney with a shirt and tie and a tracky top. <laughs> yeah. That's poor. It's a poor decision. He's, Silly he's learning, isn't he? <laughs> he better be. Well, yeah, but kind of wrong. <coughs> yeah, he's, he's learning well. wrong. He's learning by doing everything wrong in the first place. <laughs> but, you know, um, one of the things that annoyed me about the commentary of the Stoke City Bolton game was the commentator was saying just before half time, oh, and some of the Bolton fans are leaving already. Well, they're probably just going to get a cup of tea. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you have to leave early because it gets really busy yeah. at half time. Have you not been to a football match before? Because <laughs> oh, it's very cheap to buy beverages at Wembley, isn't well, yeah, exactly it? Exactly that. But yeah. Potty gonna... Potters was another low was light. Oh. No way. <laughs> Not as bad as the Tildesley Oasis impression. No, that was no, bad. No. Oh yeah, that was particularly. Come on. <laughs> um, uh, Come on now. Uh, who do we fancy then? Stoke City or Manchester City? It's a good little match, I think. Yeah, I think Stoke. Yeah. They've got a very good record against Manchester. I would love to see Stoke win it. Um, I don't think Man City have beaten them for a while. I think City's big players will make it difficult for them and step up to. They've got players that are used to that kind of thing. Like, you, I mean, Tevez is probably going to miss the final actually, isn't he? But players like Yaya Toure, you know. It's yeah. almost like this is what they've been waiting for—a real big yeah, stage. Exactly. They've always had to pretend to be on the big stage so far because they've never made it to the Champions League as yet. Yeah. But this is the first real, real big game mm. for them, other than the Manchester derby. But they've got players in there that have played in these competitions. Oh, that's like what I mean. So this still, this still was the stage they're waiting for. Yeah. In effect, yeah. I'd love to see Ether- Etherington lift the. Would you? Likeable player. He is a very, very likeable player. John Walter scored another absolute belter as well, didn't he? Yeah, he looks a decent player. Looks a decent player. Did you say Jermaine Pennant to Kenwin Johns? That sort of uh, threaded pass. That That was was great. Barcelona's! (laughs) Pennant actually had a really, really strong game. He's got the ability, Pennant, no doubt about it. And he's played in a Champions League final. Absolutely. Mm. Lest we forget. Putting his experience to good use, wasn't he? Good use. (laughs) Um, uh, Arsenal. Uh, Let's go to the Premier League. Arsenal, Liverpool. Lots of injury time. Yes, well, there was a (laughs) huge injury to Carragher, wasn't there? And. uh, it's a very significant moment in the Arsenal Liverpool game because, for me personally, I've always tried to keep maintain like an air of, of perspective, thinking, well, Arsenal fans are disappointed, Arsenal won the shoot, blah blah. Yeah. But you could be, you know, you could be Accrington Stanley, you could be Wrexham. So I'm not going to complain too. I'm not going to take too much about what you say uh, yeah. that seriously. But I genuinely did feel sorry for them after that game against Liverpool for the first time ever really you felt um, sorry for them for Arsenal fans yeah why was it, that it was, I mean, you ludicrous. can't think of a more gut wrenching way to, to, to not win a game yeah, yeah. It was, and I mean, it's happened against Liverpool before incredible. in a similar fashion but was, it not, Arsenal, was mm. it not Arsenal's fault that they didn't win that game oh, absolutely, no but it wasn't the fans fault is what I'm saying alright okay so, so, until our next game kicks off I will be convinced that we're still going to lose <laughs> it's just, we, we are managing to embarrass ourselves so regularly this yeah. season well, I, I'm yeah, still not to, convinced it isn't going to get worse yeah Really? Um, I mean, yeah. Spurs have cursed the Emirates. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> how to lose a, a lead? I mean, they were. Van Persie scored the um, latest goal in Premier League history, I believe. I think that's right. At the time. Yeah, at the time. And he had that for a minute and a half or whatever it was. I mean, but it's, as soon just, as. I mean, we've said this a thousand and one times. See the game out. Mm, but as soon as the ball started just bouncing around, the, the, you know, the, the outside of the area, and there was, you could just see the panic in the players. And I just thought, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, this is gonna happen. Yeah. It's, we're gonna concede here because yeah. you have that sense of panic so often just supporting any team. Yeah. But this season. It's always the worst has always happened, and you yeah. just think, "Oh, it's, I know it's going to go wrong," and it bloody did again. I, I feel the, part of the reason I feel sorry for, for Arsenal fans on this particular issue is because I would just be so frustrated with Arsenal Wenger. Yeah, St- just take responsibility. Mm. You know, hold your head up. You know, it's, it's it's very easy for me to say. I understand that, and in the heat of battle, I mean, but the way Wenger and uh, and Douglas to a certain extent let himself down, but Wenger, the way he reacted, but, yeah, well, Douglas Douglas was provoked, wasn't he? To be did Douglas really let himself down? Ah, we just, yeah, yeah. Well, he did. Sw- I mean, it, was, it wasn't behaviour befitting of someone in authority. Is what I'm saying. But it, but What's Wenger, Wenger was absolutely outrageous. He was saying stuff that is. 
almost completely delusional after that mm. game. Yeah, but I thought, but, but he said to Dalglish, he was moaning about the penalty, and Dalglish didn't give the decision. Firstly, and secondly, he was like, "Well, it was a penalty." And, and then, then he said, oh, "Then he started start swearing." Yeah, he just went, "Oh." Yeah, it was just proper layout. Yeah, it was. I think what Douglas's problem was was that Wenger was just quite forthright and in his face, wasn't he? And Wenger clearly wasn't going to shake his hand. But then Douglas said in the interview, look, what happened between us is nothing to do with Yeah, no, of course, I understand that. My my overall point is I'm saying Wenger is is embarrassing. I'm not saying Douglas. Douglas, in my opinion, didn't show himself in glory, but that's not the main point. The main point is Wenger can't stand there and say that wasn't a penalty kick, because it was a penalty kick, and he can't complain about the time issue. Because the time issue was fair See yeah. the game out Play mm. to the whistle You learn that at any level yeah. It's one of the first things you learn Play to the whistle I mean I'm not even sure It protects the players Because th- th- to be honest they, they need to take some blame for that Home truths yeah, yeah they, they, they really really badly do And I mean One thing that's not really been pointed out About Arsenal a lot um, Is that we have been missing Our best defender for the entire season Yeah absolutely for yeah. Marlon would have made yeah. A huge huge difference yeah. But the, the flaws are just are just ludicrous. But I think mean, getting uh, getting over the sort of the Carling Cup final defeat is just we still haven't done it. No, it's, you haven't. That's that's a key point. But Jim, you're just <coughs> on the Vermeulen point, Arsenal still got a very good defence in the league. They've got a better defence than United in the league in terms well, of goals conceded. In terms of goals conceded, mm, it's so the it's, nature of it though. Absolutely. Isn't it? No, that's that's the key point. Of course, I quite liked it that the clock went to a hundred minutes. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. I did as well. I, I, you I think was think that they would only put a, have two digits. Well, I was I was watching it and and. I thought to myself, is he just going to go back to zero? Then they have to play a whole game again. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really excited. I was really excited because uh, they always bring on our Sharvin with Bentner. Mm. And <laughs> they are, have radically different body sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another I'm interesting, another interesting hard, point yeah. um, was in the minute silence for Danny Fisman and, and the victim of Hillsborough. And mm. Gunnosaurus with his head bowed. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't say anything at that point. It's gone exactly. Too far. Yeah, yeah. It's you can't just, make a scene. You imagine the guy in the suits just wandered out with the team, and the players are thinking, "Oh, I suppose he's got to be here, isn't he? Yeah. Is this is this right? Should <laughs> should I ask him to leave? A ten gun salute. Is, <laughs> is it respectful? Is this your to job? My, is it respectful to have my arm around the dinosaur at this point? <laughs> Odd. It's really odd. Very, very uh, strange. But I love Gunnosaurus, so there you go. Oh, I do as well. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not. No one's suggesting no, you don't. don't. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> um, Chelsea ended uh, Hodgson's unbeaten run with West Brom in a 3 1 win. Chelsea only two points behind Arsenal mm. now. Well, you called it, Jim, didn't you? Yeah. You said definitely second. Mm. Well, maybe they will. Uh, Blackpool lost at home to Wigan. They're now in the relegation zone. It's a shame. Is it, is it for the first time this season as well? It's, it's for the first time for a very long time. Yeah. It's, it's a, oh, I, I don't want them to go down. I don't, but they've just lost all their momentum. Haven't they completely? They've they've not just, once since they beat Spurs. I don't yeah, really want anybody like to go. Down, it seems like they've they? been sliding for a very long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they're as high as they are, to be honest. They've yeah. won one in twelve or something like that. And, and the, the most interesting thing could be that they go away to United on the last day of the season. Mm. They're at Old Trafford last day of the season. And if United still need to win, oh, it's unlikely. But if United still need to win that to win the title, they got no hope. Mm. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're finished. It could be That'd be such hole. a shame. Yeah, oh, but you never know. It's not over yet. There are a lot of rubbish teams in that division. Gareth Bale named PFA Player of the Season. Mm. It wasn't really that many standout candidates this season. No. I thought like Scott an Henry Parker. Or a, I thought or Scott Parker. I know it'd be nice for though. Scott Parker to get it, as we say, but I don't, it's always going to go to one of the more glamorous players. Yeah, but then you, you look at where West Ham are. You, it's not like he's uh, yeah, made I, them rise up the table with I'll his performances. But he's, he's almost single-handedly kept them in the fucking division, though. Yeah. Potentially. We shall and see. he's broken to the England team again. Well, I, 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 but am I right to say that he got nominated for, for the Player of the Year, but he didn't get into the Team of the Year, which is weird? 
That's right. I think yeah, that is right. Yeah, because Charlie Adam was the same and Van der Vaart. Yeah, but the thing, one of the things about the PFA player is I never really fully understand why there's so much debate about it because it is essentially voted for by your fellow pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they know a lot better than we do who are the best players they come up against. Is yeah. it's completely secret. Now, of course, they they vote potentially for their team. I don't think you can vote for your team's player, can you? Right. I think, you can, I, think I, I think I'm right in saying you have to vote for another team's player. Yeah, if I'm sense. not right, forgive me. But but so it is a broad consensus, is what I'm saying. They vote for two players, don't they? So it's a very broad consensus. I mean, Gareth Bale's won it. He's won it. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, it's, a, it's a vote. You can't. Well, to, uh, be, to be honest, because Gareth Bale's so fast, if there's one thing that players hate, it's speed. Pace, yeah. 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 Absolute speed. Uh, you Nasri, want to face it. would have been a shooting for it. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's Early got run. more assists and more goals than Bell, but I mean, I mean, by, by some distance yeah. as well. And, but, also, and, and also, it's voted for in in the middle of March, so it's not the whole season. And yeah. also, like Bill, Bill's out for the whole of What is the reason for that? That's pointless. It's stupid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there's surely no logical reason for that. Well, the football writers' player is obviously yet to be mm. announced. Jack Wilshire won the young player. He did, yeah. You can't argue with that. No, no. And we won't. He's English. Beautiful British player. Uh, fish and chips. <laughs> Championship. <laughs> um, QPR. Oh, they're on the verge. I watched, that, I watched that game last night. They, they drew. Are they just be, Are they going to become this absolute spending monster when they get up? We were talking a bit about this earlier, weren't we? So we were. They have to strengthen because I don't think that some of their players that they've sort of the core of their team, if you like, players like sort of Sean Derry. He's not going to play in the Premier League. I don't think. I can't see that happening. But I mean, and Tarak. I mean, is Tarak going to get the space and the, and the protection he gets from Fowlin and Derry in, in yeah. the Premier League? Mm. Probably not. So it's difficult, isn't it? They're going to have to strengthen. Mm. Well, well, I mean, obviously, but I think isn't there a talk that you know Warnock's going to be given a war chest? Oh, so, was, there was a talk of sod the, the financial rules on the back of standards today. It was a war, there was a shout of a war chest. Wow, yeah, yeah. Um, Neil War Chest. <laughs> yeah. that, that's almost certain to come out as a headline, yeah. isn't it? That, Should it have done is now, now, James. Have done it now. is now your influence on the British media. Um, <laughs> I did find it quite funny that Robbie Savage after the game. Now he during the game he put a big challenge on on Tarat, didn't he? he was challenges being very generous. Okay, <laughs> it was an absolute a lunge, disgraceful scissor lunge, <laughs> and, and, and then he. Came the ball at him when he was down. Slunge, slunge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm treading very thin yeah, ice yeah, there. Sounds, sounds rude. Yeah, isn't it? Somewhere. It was rude. I was offended. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gaze upon my slunge. <laughs> savage. Yeah. Savage. Basically, Savage gave it the big licks after the game, didn't he? So. Well, he was. He, he was into it because Tarot was taken off. This is a QPR versus Derby on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, Loftus Road. Nothing. Was, nothing. It was a nothing. Nothing result. Um, savage. Uh, Tarot was taken off, and as he went off, he shook hands with Savage. And who then the, put in a massive producer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, he, Savage was asked um, were you quite relieved that he went off and Savage said well not really he wasn't doing anything in fact and, and he sort of reached over as if he had a pocket he went I might, I might just take him out of there now you know <laughs> it's like oh come on I'd like to hear Pete's interpretation of Robbie Savage finding something funny <laughs> a scissor him <laughs> Seriously though uh, Tarat partly went off Because he was absolutely Terrified of being killed <laughs> By Robbie Savage <laughs> But I mean QPR did struggle They laboured a little bit And wow. Tarat had a great chance On the outside of his right foot Like an instinctive strike From about yeah. 30 yards out Which could have gone in Apart from that They sort of stumbled yeah, Over yeah. the sort of line really well, well, they've, 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 Is it 10 points in front They are around about that Isn't it and Not um, that much I don't think They've got a win on Saturday basically mm. They win on Saturday they're Away right. at Cardiff 
Yeah. Who, who are in second? They beat Portsmouth three 0 Pete Nottingham Forest. Oh, sod it off. Mm. <laughs> They're in seventh. They're struggling for a playoff position. Holt scored as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah Nathan right. Tyson's goal was brilliant in that game. Did you see it? The, uh, the Norwich goalkeeper went to just like he had the ball. And he went to kick it out, but Tyson just really speculatively just sort of jumped towards him and span round. It just bounced in off his back. Brilliant. Is it not the <laughs> second That's what minute? Yeah. The Forest ever won about one in eleven games or something? They're uh, doing the old Billy Davis special. See what you've yeah. done. Friend, friend of the rubber, Matt Dyson reckons that they're just biding their time. <laughs> Or he did about three weeks ago. Last time I saw him, <laughs> I, I imagine he's got a very different opinion. Look at the time they run perfectly. Yeah. They're in danger of missing out on the playoffs altogether. I yeah. know oh, that, that would that be, be a shame. That really would be a shame. The Cardiff, the Cardiff game, Portsmouth. Mm. They just basically shot themselves in the foot. Uh, Ricardo Rocha, in his second game back from suspension for a red card, <laughs> got sent off after yeah. twenty minutes for like a really tame headbutt. It's rubbish. It's Absolutely it's rubbish. Ernest, you were busting out some wicked Portsmouth uh, facts on Twitter today. Do you want to hear it? The best one? Yeah, the best Portsmouth one. Portsmouth have had a, a player at the World Cup, at least one player, every World Cup since 1994. Nice. It's not that many World Cups, to be fair. 94, oh, That's five in a row. To be fair. Portsmouth, yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah it's I impressive, mean, Pete. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, uh, <laughs> Scunthorpe beat Palace, uh, Crystal Palace at Sellers Park 2-1. They're only three points behind Palace now. Palace in trouble. Mm. Save them, James. I'm trying. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> really know what well. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all out of ideas. Kick a wall. <laughs> that's, that's a, that is a great. That game is a classic example of what the championship is like most seasons. Yeah. Palace have got an excellent home record. Yeah. That's part of the reason they're still in the hunt to stand a division. Um, Scunthorpe's away they can't record. Have that good a home record. They have got a really good home record. Okay. It's the way they're terrible. And, and Scunthorpe away rubbish. So obviously Scunthorpe are going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Away from home. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, Burnley beats Swansea two one. Mm. Uh, the big story there was Graham Alexander, the the former Scottish. International, 39 years old, making his 1,000th appearance in, in English professional football. He joins Peter Shilton as only one of two players. That he nearly scored that. as well. Hit the bar. <laughs> what an achievement! Yeah, it's incredible, uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Tony Ford. It was Tony Ford in the 80s. Yeah, he play, he's, he's played a thousand. Oh, forgive me. I think we maybe. Sorry, yeah, forgive me. But Graham Alexander, isn't there a stat that he's only ever missed one penalty as well? And that was quite recently. Is oh, that great stuff? He's, right? he's, he's a penalty beast. Mm. You know what beast? Penalty beast. He's a uh, Leticia esque. <laughs> he's Talicia esque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in League One, Brighton are promoted. Yes, they are. Absolutely romped it, haven't they? Um, uh, the potential of a, uh, of a million and one South Coast derbies next season. Mm. Uh, well, it's still on. It's still on. I oh, like yeah. I like Brighton as a town and as a team. Yeah. So well done Gus, to everyone uh, involved. Gus Pyatt said, "I'm not the biggest drinker in the world, but the uh, the players." I am only five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> the players uh, said we should go out for a drink and stuff, and he said I had a uh, a crazy night, absolutely crazy, and that man probably drank with Darren Anderton at some point. Yeah. yeah. So he knows. <laughs> he knows. I was on the aftershock. It was like Bertie Bassett's piss. <laughs> <laughs> he probably drunk with Dennis Wise as well. There was a great, um, was a great interview with the keeper, Brighton's keeper, after the game on the pitch. They ran on and interviewed him, and they said, "Oh, you know, how'd you feel?" And he was really like downbeat. He was like, uh, "Oh, well, you know, I just take each game as it comes. You know, I want to be a professional. You know." So that, and this another Brighton player just come over and went, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> he packed him. Yeah, he did. Good. Was it like Del Boy when he got his millions? It's not what I thought it would be. Yeah. I love this division. They said we want to get 100 points. I was like, come on. <laughs> well, we were going on about how good it was when it got to 100 minutes. So, you know, I think that's yeah. fair enough, isn't it? Aiming for 100 points. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's fair enough indeed. Uh, right, in Scotland, there was the Scottish Cup semi finals. 
Motherwell 3, St Johnston nil. Oh, you sounded like the final score then. Motherwell 3, St Johnston nil. <laughs> Michael Jubery's St Johnston nil. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, at Franny Jeffers' is Motherwell. Mm. Part of the Invincible squad. As I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we all best remember that's, it for. That's the best fact of the day. Just say Arsenal Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, England Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. Both. 100% record, doesn't he have? Is that right? I think he scored on his own league game for England. That's known as the Nugent. Yeah, I can't remember. He's got against no, Australia. I think, I think I've made that up. At Upton Park. I think I've made that up because I'm just so dazzled by the man's talent. <laughs> but he, has, he, has, he has scored for for England. Um, yeah, Stuart McCall uh, in charge of Motherwell. Uh, they're in the final. They're going to be playing Celtic. Uh, they beat um, Craig Brown's Aberdeen four nothing. Oh. What did Craig um, Brown say? Well, the, the, the Dons were down to ten men kind mm. of halfway through the first half, which pretty much killed the tie. Even though the penalty was saved, yeah. and at half time it was still nil nil. But I mean. Against Celtic They're going to turn the screw Basically And mm, they did Exactly But um, I've got to say um, Mood Lemby tweeted me uh, Thank you very much Saying uh, Did I see what Craig Brown said On Five oh, Live after <laughs> I, I didn't see it So I'm looking forward to after, it After the game A, a, a rule change Perhaps Where um, a red card uh, Given anywhere on the pitch um, As Craig said so A red card Given anywhere on the pitch Should mean the offender Gets substituted And a penalty is given What? So a red what? card Anywhere on the pitch a penalty's given. That is mental. That is the worst idea I've heard so since I... So a man scores, he's on a yellow, he takes his shirt off, he yeah. gets a red. Penalty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's bad enough when... It, I think it's bad enough when a goalkeeper gets sent off and a, and a penalty's given or the last man it's sent like, off. Because you're punished hard. twice, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So, but that to happen as well is ludicrous. That's well. the worst idea since David O'Leary suggested that goalkeepers mm. shouldn't be allowed out of the area. Which <laughs> he did seriously suggest. They are allowed out of the area. No, they shouldn't be, he said. Oh, they shouldn't oh. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, Craig Brown is going for a job at FIFA. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> for the record, I am still Team Craig Brown. I'm not having a go at him. I'm just saying that's a rubbish idea. It's he's not one of his best moments. He's had his one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spe- speaking of the uh, video printer and the uh, and the people announcing uh, the scores a little bit earlier on, I had this brilliant uh, clip from a radio show. I don't know where it is or, or where, whether I can even find the clip again. But it was basically a bloke going, and uh, Derby are uh, two 0 up against. And I hear it goes on for ages. Leicester. Uh, Les- <laughs> it was mortifying. It's great stuff. Beautiful mm. piece of work. Play a song, play a song. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely superb. Um, right then, it's La Liga time. And it was uh, Real Madrid 1, Barcelona 1. Mm. They've scored against them. They have. It's the start of the, the, the four, isn't the, it? The revolution. It didn't, it didn't feel like a league game. It was no. so odd watching it. It yeah. feels like this is a specific series of matches. Yeah. Yeah. De Stefano was gutted, wasn't he? He was annoyed at uh, mm. the way Jose Mourinho's team's been playing. Mourinho's getting it from all sides. Mm. All sides. It was, I thought it was a really odd game, because, uh, as you said, James, because it felt like Barcelona had already won the league, which I'm kind of probably off, but... Um, Barcelona scored and they they had something outrageous like seventy three percent possession. Real Madrid were down to ten. Yeah, no, no, but, and yeah, but they even didn't, before they didn't, they weren't noticeably down to ten, which no, I no, think was really impressive. They did very well, and Ozil was excellent when he came yeah. on. Yeah, he was, um, yeah. But but there was a real sense. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was one of you guys said that. Uh, oh, was it you, Pete? Was it the Ivan Drago thing? When no. when oh someone said when 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 Rocky punches Drago and he bleeds, it's like oh my god he's human. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. almost like when Real Madrid scored against Barcelona, it was like oh, we can do it. You know, yeah. and I was like guys, you come on, you're Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Easily the second best team in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if Madrid are given 
you know, time to settle. If like they don't do the normal things like oh sack Mourinho because he didn't do exactly what we wanted in the first like 10 minutes which is, there is even talk of Mourinho being sacked <laughs> yes. and they, they let that team settle then they could they could dominate you know they're, they're a huge team Barcelona aren't yeah. going to be that good forever yeah. no if Mourinho was there for three seasons or something it would be it, everyone can see it would be good yeah. it'd be fine but it's like I think it's Sid Lowe said at one point is that Florentino Perez just loves the attention yeah. his worst time of the year is yeah. the summer when he can't do anything yeah. and, and, and so he, he does it almost because he loves the attention loves the press so much that it, it was never going to really, really yeah. happen there's players that, there's, sorry there's managers that have been much more successful than the Mourinho at Real Madrid who've been sacked yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Jupp Heinz, I think it was, won the Champions League and was sacked. Yeah, Del, remember Del Bosque won the Del league Bosque. on the last day of the season. It wasn't good enough. No, it's crazy. Capello, of course. Yeah, but that was maybe <laughs> other reasons for Capello. But, but yeah, so one all. Um, what do you think of the game, apart from being a bit weird? Yeah, it was a good game. Um, I Interesting. Mean, it, was, it, it was clearly a game looking ahead to three more games. Yeah. But even with that, it had so much drama in it. And it, it was, uh, I was watching it in uh, Shoreditch with a lot of uh, men watching it, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in East oh, football's on. Better watch it. Mm. That's, uh, that's an, uh, an area of East London, which is uh, yes, very trendy. For those who don't live in London, all the tits. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there we are. Let's move on to Serie A. Oh, just before you go move out of Spain, okay. just real quick. Um, you see that um, Zaragoza, I think it is, have been taken. No, one. there's no other teams playing for oh, a while. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, uh, there used to be some other Spanish teams in the league. <laughs> one of them was called Real Zaragoza. You're going to like this, Jimbo. Mm. Um, the, the Naim score. They've been taken over by an investment group. From Dubai, I do love a bit of um, next that season, sort of thing. And from, well, this big, big fan of working lunch. I used to be when Adrian Charles was on it. <laughs> listen, listen, Jimbo. Wait for the payoff. Yeah. From next season, they're trying to make it so they'll be their name will be Team Dubai. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, they, they, they could have at least gone for Real Dubai. I don't think there's anything to stop them doing it either. No, so I'm from next sh- season, feasibly they could be known as uh, Team Dubai. There is something That's to horrifying. Stop them. Protesters, <laughs> common sense. Yeah, but they decency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, can we go to Serie A? We, yes, we can. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Uh, Milan beat Sampdoria three nil, mm. and Napoli lost uh, to Udinese at home. Uh, so Milan are now six points clear at the top. So uh, ooh, looks as though it's finished. It's done. Do you think? Yeah. Mm. Okay. The highlights. <laughs> I saw, the highlights I saw of that game. Yeah. Um, because Cassano scored a penalty, didn't he? he did yeah. his old, they celebrate? His old team. Old, did he celebrate? Well, I don't know because it was edited out of the video. Well, no, I, I it was really it. weird. I watched it. He, he, it was a muted celebration. Because Sam Dory are really struggling now. They're 18th, aren't they? No, oh, they've been awful since they got rid of him and yeah. uh, Pazzini. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Sadov scored a nice one though. Mm. Free kick. Ageless. Evergreen. In ten years' time, if we're still in the show, Sadoff will still be scoring for Milan, mm. and it will still be just an amazing bloke as well. <laughs> yeah. think, I, he was one of my highlights of the World Cup, oh, actually. Yeah. yeah, but maybe his punditry skills, or, or, or um, I think he can do both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. headphones in like a mouth, and, and just explain what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, and it's really sort of erudite, brilliant work. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. So now I'm taking free kick, scored. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to do the same thing again, but explain it in French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right then, Bundesliga. Um, we talked about Bayern Munich, uh, obviously sucking, su- sucking. <laughs> dear, oh dear, that was a terrible. Well, they turn. have been, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you very much, James, for helping me out there. They also sacked uh, Louis Van Hal because um, they were sucking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but they beat Bayern Leverkusen, who was second. Mm. Well, they still are second. Yeah, Five one. They're yeah, up to third now. Mario Gomez got a just a, it, just really easy hat trick, which is absolutely yeah. on a plate for him. But we, we were talking about Leverkusen because they'd moved five points within uh, first place uh, yes. Borussia Dortmund and now it's eight points uh, normality seems to have been just resumed. fell apart didn't they yeah. I believe Michael Ballack played in that game so I think it was his comeback right. for, for Bayer because he's been injured hasn't he you see, you see Dortmund um, they've got, they've got a player called uh, Goetzer 
19 year old um, I think he's 19 sort of attacking midfield like a German he's absolute class mm. I was so impressed with him they've the got some great players, I think see, he's one of the first players if not the first player to play for Germany who was born after the reunification of the country really right yeah but he's, he's a really good player I mean he's, he's going to be absolutely superb I don't know if his stat is Altman I mean they're going to be in the Champions League next yeah. season so he might do so I'm really looking forward to both them and Napoli in the Champions League yeah, next season which great. looks really likely and because they haven't been in there in the, for ages those two could feasibly be in a group mm. with someone you know Man City so Man City and, oh. and Barcelona do you know what I mean it's just it could be like, amazing it's like, it's, like cha- it's like Championship Manager in like six years time yeah everything's going to be weird <laughs> yeah um, St. Pauli drew away to Wolfsburg to all and mm, St. Pauli I've watched the highlights of that game there is a reason those teams are down there <laughs> <laughs> they were, yeah, they're in the relegation zone uh, now St. Pauli both just woeful <sighs> we don't want them to get relegated no we so don't the St. Pauli thing where they were beating Schalke and, and they got the points taken off them oh yeah they were 2-0 up and they got the this point, was a few weeks ago and the points were awarded to Schalke because someone threw a beer at the linesman yeah. <laughs> that would could yeah. feasibly yeah. mean yeah. a difference between relegation and stand up yeah. that supporter whoever you are you could stop drinking. You put your team down for that. Stop Imagine, is it, I'd love to <laughs> know. He wasn't drinking. Yeah. Stop <laughs> drinking. Stop more. Yeah, drink more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If Pally supporters need one bit of advice, it's drink more. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. A, a, a fan of a club nah. could Richard literally relegate his own team. <laughs> it's worse, worse than the beach ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, much worse than the beach ball. Yeah. Sure, that's a goal. Presidented. Yeah, I, I would have thought uh, it would be. Yeah, changing like just giving the award points to somebody because that is yeah, up. that's really harsh. I it think really it's ridiculously is. harsh. The match was abandoned. They were tuning up with about two minutes left. I mean, if, if you'd have thrown an axe and hit him in the neck, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was I a, would suggest they even more stringent punishment <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, Surely it's a criminal matter between like the police and the man who threw a. <laughs> yeah, but you do get all sorts it of be a plastic well. glass. You do get all yeah, but full. Full? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Full? German accent. I was, I was, I was <laughs> method. I was going method. <laughs> getting into the, the spirit but, of things. The, but was it you who threw it? C- clubs are routinely um, punished for not controlling their fans. The landsmen are waterproofed. <laughs> <laughs> he may have said. <laughs> yeah. Right then, as promised, we're going to Romania. Now, we've had some right old lulls from the, from, from well, the land of Rom. One. Of, no, a couple no, of we had the, we had the Mourinho, uh, the guy who was yeah. liking to Mourinho, we kissed the, uh, the referee. Oh, true, yeah, and mm. we just had clues as well. So yeah. We had clues. I apologise. We, we've had not even our first one today. No. Do you remember Gigi uh, Bacali? Of, of course. course we do. <laughs> well, he's provided some stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, true, yeah. And he's, got, he's given us a bit more this week. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> this guy needs his own hall of shame. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he's um, a storybook arrest owner, in case you're unfamiliar. Um, he was uh, recently on live TV. Instantly a mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, he was asked to respond. Yeah, I'll look back at that as a, as a poor decision. <laughs> I get the Maybe they need ratings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they certainly would have got them. They, um, so <laughs> the, he was asked to respond to what uh, the rapid Bucharest president, uh, Dinu Jorge, um, said uh, recently, made reference to the fact that Bacali was a shepherd in his first job. Yeah. So, uh, Bacali responded, What? He is a filthy jerk. A fat bum. I'll force this gypsy back up his mother. I'm tired of him. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Wowzers. I'm tired. Is strong, isn't I'm, it? <laughs> I'm, an image. I'm tired of him and all his irony and jokes. He forces me to lose control. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. Wow. But Big Dinu uh, responded later by saying, He's not good with jokes, is he? <laughs> Just him. Oh. him again. I will force him back up his mother. I've never even heard that before. I'm no stranger to an insult. <laughs> it's a great one. I know what we're going to do at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're off to. Oh, no. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, Romania, ladies and gentlemen. It's not representative of the whole of Romania. No, as in, that's why our Romanian. How, how would they even get bars? Yeah, yeah that's happening all the time. I've been to Romania. Yeah. Nice, did nice you? Did, was there no, any that's stuffing enough, of muffins? That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> right, let's go. Um, Spot. Begrudgingly, it's time for emails. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ramble Gent Ho, creative. Oh, oh. Um, I thought I might give you all a quick update on the great Robbie Prosonecki's managerial career. Good. Well, welcomed. Welcome. Since arriving at Serbian Giants Red Star Belgrade, he has turned a team bloated with has beens and prima donnas into a lean squad who play an attacking possession game, scoring seven wins from his first eight games in charge. The only wow. game they lost was in the Serbian Cup semi final first leg, 2 0 to great rivals and league leaders, part, uh, Partizan Belgrade. And even in that game, Red Star had 79% possession that's outrageous the next, ba- the next match they bettered that with 80% cop that Barcelona he is so popular <laughs> that he caused a traffic accident today but the other driver was so pleased to meet the great man who refused any money from him for damages <laughs> you know you're doing something right when you injure someone and they are pleased about it I would do that <laughs> indeed have you been in an accident with Robert Prasinecki <laughs> wasn't you- your fault <laughs> you could owe him money a Serbian Sports Daily carried it on their front page below is the Google translation of the article. Robert Prosonecki caused a minor, minor traffic accident on Saturday in New Belgrade. Prosonecki was driving an official car, I think that means a club car rather than just something that has been confirmed as a car, <laughs> um, and when it hit the car in front of him. There were no serious consequences and Robbie offered money to the other driver for damages. However, not only did he not want to take his money, he hugged Prosonecki as he was a lifelong fan of Red Star Belgrade. Um, fans of Red and White obviously respect all that Prosonecki has done at the club, not just before as a player but now as a coach, having revived the team and started the race for the championship title. Brilliant. From Stephen Lakich. Cheers, Steve. That's, that's brilliant. Would that happen in Portsmouth if he crashed into someone? He is very, very popular in Portsmouth. Mm. But to think, the point of that? No. You could probably do it in a boat. <laughs> they're, not a ge- they're not a generous folk. <laughs> <laughs> they love money more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, right then. Pete. Too many fingers. Pete's got an email, hasn't he, James? He has got Well, pass him. Give me the email, silly. Stop hogging them all. Yeah. Yeah. Right, this is from Adam Woods, a long time listener, first time caller. Oh, hello, Adam. All right, all right Woodsy. He does not start with the, the uh, usual uh, pleasantries. Greeting. He simply writes the word uh, complaint. No, then I'll say what I always say. How did that get through the net? <laughs> well, I'd say he's come to the right place. Yeah. Mm. Um, we, we should start a complaints department. If you do have any complaints, email in. <laughs> email what, uh, Marcus, about Marcus anything. About football. <laughs> <laughs> we what do. Have, we do. What do have you done? It's called. It's called Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam Woods writes in his complaint letter. I was listening to your football ramble podcast in my local bookies today. Uh, he's in Australia. Um, something funny was said, and I tried my best to stifle a laugh so that it came out as nothing more than a crooked smile. Usually fine. But not today. I had turned my face as I smiled and had unwittingly made eye contact with a man with fewer teeth than Nobby Styles in his pomp and whose breath stunk like cheap rum. Oh. He smiled back and said something. I had my headphones on, so I just smiled, nodded, and tried to ignore him, turning my head back to the greyhounds. Unwilling to let the opportunity go, the man picked up his drink and joined me <coughs> at my table. Oh Uh-oh. Lord, here we go. I hate people like that. <laughs> oh, you hear the voices in your head as well. Let's have a chat. <laughs> Suffice to say, the conversation was long, full of expletives and very smelly. Here are the highlights. Number one, always bet on two, seven, and four, and five in a trifecta. Uh, it was a gambling uh, thing. 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 <laughs> thing. I used to work in a bed shop. <laughs> uh, when Greyhound Racing started, they had monkeys for jockeys. <laughs> 
<laughs> seems unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they want to get the odds up on a greyhound, they hold the hind legs of a dog whilst in the traps. What? And my favourite, <laughs> there is a mathematical equation in this man's possession that can accurately predict the next three winners of the Premier League. But only in th- three and a bit years, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. really it. limited. Uh, I smiled, nodded, and offered a sporadic. Yeah, weird that, innit? But still, <laughs> convers- but still, the conversation lasted for more than half an hour. Oh. I now feel sick, and it's all the football rambles' fault. I'm sorry about that. Yours sorry, in mate. disgust, Adam Woods. There was a guy in the local pub um, where I used to live who used to be like this, and he'd always. To make all these stories like that, mm. and uh, we called him Tony No Chance. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. There's, a guy was, in, there's a guy in a pub I used to go to quite a lot that was known as Hated Martin. <laughs> That is brilliant. Yeah. What that, brilliant. Is, that is super. Why do you work as a nickname? Yeah. I knew a guy called Talkative Mike. He was just, he was just silent. Was he? Yeah. I, know, I, know, I also know a guy who had a, who had a really large head who people used to call Sniper's Delight. <laughs> a very own Lord Romo is known sometimes as the social hand grenade. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The productivity wrecking no. ball. Cheers for that. Cheers for that. Anyway. Lord Romo. Yeah. Um, I, I was once on a train listening to uh, the popular Adam Joe podcast. I did a little bit of a giggle. A uh, Jamaican man stood up started shouting patwa at me <laughs> and then uh, pulled the emergency cord <laughs> and, then, and then got off at the next station the driver came down looked at me and said What's, what are you doing because I was the only one in that bit of the carriage Blimey. I said it was a Jamaican man <laughs> um, there used to be a bunch of um, chabs on the way back from Portsmouth when you get on the station at Fratton I'm sure they're still there Portsmouth, yeah <laughs> Fratton to Portsmouth they're bread by now if anything and, and, they're if they, um, now. and if they missed their stop and they couldn't get off because it was too busy they used to pull the emergency yeah I've seen a bloke do that it was really, it was this really, really hammered bloke, and it was uh, it was on the district line. It was stop after barking, and then the, the driver came down. Is that like, everything alright? And he, this bloke just nearly falling over. Just went, but I live in Barking. <laughs> Lord Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the uh, anecdote roundup for the yeah. day. Public <laughs> anecdotes. The public transport. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> My lords, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Oh, we've made it. Tim always makes a funny noise. Yeah, because I never see it coming. Oh. I should probably worked it out by now. Yeah, it comes after the emails, doesn't it? It does indeed. Now, this man is considered by many to have been the first football superstar. It's Billy. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> it's Billy Meredith. Hey. Ooh, the original Welsh wing Welsh, wizard. Yeah, yeah, I- I- incredible. Um, right, he was. He gets get the most important thing out of the way quickly. Born on the thirtieth of July, eighteen seventy-four. Ninety-three years before the summer of love. Great maths. Ooh. Can we have a sperm race? Certainly not now. He, he, he would have definitely won the sperm race. Yeah. He would have, probably the first superstar really of of the sperm race. Yeah. You would say. Everyone stops saying sperm. Footage of it footage of it would look slightly sped up because it's yeah. been transferred from like yes. whatever they used to record on. I don't know. Bully for sperm races. Indeed. <laughs> right, uh, crying out loud, let us continue. Um, he was, I mean, the most famous footballer of, of his era. I mean, I don't know many other players from, from back in the day. I don't know any. Um, but, it out there. Yeah, but pivotal, uh, absolutely pivotal in the emergence of Manchester as a footballing uh, stronghold of English football. Mm. Now, Meredith was born in Wales, of course, um, in, in Black Park, Chirk, and uh, he played for his local club, Chirk. I think the pronunciation is correct mm. forgive me if it isn't um, and uh, every he, park is black in Wales <laughs> that's right on that call and while well, he was working down the mines um, I think he was a pit pony uh, a pit pony seems unlikely first horse superstar <laughs> <laughs> he, he worked with the pit ponies oh, okay um, and God bless him for that 
And then he, uh, his career really kind of um, started to take off when he went to play for Northwich. When he got Victoria. out of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he saw daylight, he went to play for Northwich, Victoria. And then in uh, October 1894, uh, he joined Manchester City. And, uh, well, that's where it all began, really, for him. He scored two goals God. against... What's that? Sorry, just naming their oil money. Sucking <laughs> <laughs> up all the best players. <laughs> well, he um, he played against Newton Heath and scored yeah. two goals against them, which I think was the first ever Manchester derby. Yeah, it would have been probably. Yeah, Newton Heath. Yeah, eh? green and gold. Yeah, um, and he played outside right, which I suppose in modern football will be the equivalent of a right winger. Yeah. Yeah, two, well, he was known five. as the, the wing oh. wizard, wasn't he? Yeah. So that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a tricky bandy leg winger, and uh, well, as they all tended to be back in the day, really, didn't they? That's Northwich Victoria's nickname, the Trickies. <laughs> Is that right? I think so. Oh. Later on, Meredith would get the nickname Old Skinny um, because of his wiry frame, and he went on for, for <laughs> many a year. Skinny. <laughs> Old Skinny. It sounds like a whiskey. Yeah. It's like a coffee. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now his trademark was without a doubt a, a toothpick. In the mouth, which he chewed while he was playing. I like that. Oh, that is, that is dangerous. That's going to take someone's eye out. Yeah. Well, He's going to enjoy barting them. <laughs> it's a man's game, MP. <laughs> he looks like a real, um, a real arrogant sort of chest out. He's got a great moustache. Good yeah. moustache. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I love that. You look at him and you think, yeah, superstar. This, yeah. this is a man that chews wood while he plays football. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was to aid concentration. So. You know, he did chew tobacco for a while um, until the cleaners refused to wash the spit off his shirts. Uh, <laughs> spit on himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, but as we said at the start, you know, he was the first footballer, super, footballing superstar, and he was extremely popular. And, and many have compared him to his popularity to that of the music hall stars of the day, which of course mm. they were the big famous people mm. in this country. Uh, and he loved entertaining the public. And uh, apparently he would often chat to supporters when the ball was down the other end, just turn around and chat to the crowd and stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't see that anymore because uh, our modern footballers can't talk. Stinging satire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Leighton Baines would disagree, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> and Ian Dowie, degree in, uh, in engineering, so. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's all right, players' union representative. <laughs> Actually, they're quite intelligent. Yeah. Actually, God just ate a bit of mud. Yeah. <laughs> People in glass houses. <laughs> um, uh, I seem to remember in Johannesburg you eating a cactus, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Missed um, that, but don't doubt it happened. Anyway, back to back to Meredith. He was uh, vital in City's uh, first promotion to the top division in 1899. Um, and in 1904 He scored the only goal In the FA Cup final Which was the first Major trophy to be won By either Manchester club mm. Which is incredible Massive crowds Lined the streets When they uh, when they came home With the trophy That had never been seen before mm. They loved Meredith They mm. came out to see him and, and, and the boys They finished second In the league that season But the league officials Were a little bit suspicious Of, of uh, City's success So they were investigated For um, alleged illegal payments and Meredith was caught up in this. Now he, according to Manchester United's website, he always pleaded his uh, innocence over this. But he was in his blog. <laughs> yeah, according to his Twitter feed, um, <laughs> uh, he was banned for a year or over a year for attempted bribery, having um, apparently tried to tap up uh, an opposing player, which was overheard by a, a member of the public or something. So all very mm. uh, yeah. suspicious indeed. And he didn't. He was to receive no pay for that entire year. 
and and he'd been playing for City for ten years, and they took away his uh, testimonial benefit match. Oh, oh harsh! Very sad. It's a bit of match fixing between friends, eh? Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, there were further charges against City's players and the club itself, and Manchester City were forced to break up that side with um, many of their players being transferred away after their bans were uh, complete. And it obviously took City years to to recover from that. So he left City almost a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> he left. <laughs> he left City in 1906, and he liked Manchester. So he thought I'll sign for Manchester United Oi, It's up mm. all of yours He may or may not have said And his popularity Hadn't dis- uh, diminished He was given a fantastic reception In 1907 When he was uh, When he was uh, Had his debut again And for Manchester United And according to local press uh, They said it was a wonderful scene Of enthusiasm An amazing uh, tumult Of waving arms and handkerchiefs mm, Big rattles I yeah. like that Was it rattle back then? It, mm, possibly It back makes you sort of think That nothing bad ever happened Mm. It's almost like Oh right sounds amazing If you haven't got consumption Everything's sweet Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can imagine the tabloid press Writing that now About a football game It was full what? of enthusiasm well, well, that, That's the thing though Like you wouldn't get Sort of like Died in the world fan Because you'd be like Oh my family's been Supporting my No they haven't <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it got set up Six years ago you I'll take. do what I want I might support them Next week mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah very true um, Now off the field He fought very hard Against um, what he said Was the tyranny Of the maximum wage And the transfer system and he was a union man uh, throughout, and he chaired the first meeting of the players' union in December 1907, which was quite a moment in the history of the game, really. He, he likened player treatment from the FA to that of slavery. Um, and this was ultimately lead to player power, which, of course, is, one might say, ridiculous nowadays. Um, but if you think it's gone too far in the modern era, it, it needed to be done back then because yeah. the players really were treated quite badly and paid not very much at all. I mean, this comes from a man who enslaved a horse or a donkey. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's but the true. thing is, it's, it's fair though because if you think of the attendances, maybe not quite that early, but certainly yeah. moving into the twenties and thirties, the attendances were massive. And if they're getting paid a pittance, mm. I mean, who are the who are the fans coming to see? They come to yeah, see the players. Yeah. It was only fair. Well, that's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was banned again by the FA in 1909 um, because of these uh, these uh, because of the the players' union uh, revolt. So the, so they banned him and a number of other players. So these players kind of um, he banned all over the place. <laughs> didn't they? Exactly. They're right, rebel. Well, they they started training and independently. Match fixer, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> they started training independently. This group of players and they called themselves Outcast FC. Oh, not as good as the victory. Express, but it's not bad. Well. Yeah, yeah, but the FA had a, a little rethink and, and lifted the bans. Years later, um, a secretary of the players' union visited Billy Meredith in his old age, and uh, Meredith said, "Always remind your members that those caps and medals didn't look after me in my old age." Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but he, he won league titles with Manchester United in 08 and, and uh, in 1911, and he designed. This is quite odd. He designed United's iconic V uh, sort of V neck uh, strip in 1909. You know the one that they they had years later. The yeah. I think it was the Busby. Yeah, 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 yeah. He designed that. That is odd. Trying to do, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, Between spitting tobacco and chewing wood. <laughs> <laughs> After the First World War in 1921, he was sold back to Manchester City, and he was used as a player coach uh, this time. It's because he was in his forties, remember, people, um, and he was a player coach uh, there until I think his last match was against Newcastle in the semi-final of the FA Cup, where he was forty-nine years old. So it's probably <laughs> esque I wish he'd have stayed on till fifty. But yeah. Again, there was, these no, there was no precedent precedents, so he'd just be like, yeah, well, true. Like, oh, well, yeah. our footballer stopped being good after thirty. Yeah, it was carrying on. <laughs> yeah. um, and he was still like first choice for his country up until the age of forty-five or forty-six or something. You know, he's forty-eight caps for Wales scoring it's eleven gigs. goals. It's like gigs. 
Yeah. And after he retired, he said, football was my only love. For it is a noble and manly game. Um, <laughs> He'd be turning his grave, wouldn't he? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then he returned to United in uh, 1931 as a coach and, and remained there uh, in, in, pretty much until the rest of his life, you know, closely associated with the club. And he died at age 83 in 1958. A remarkable life, really. So he really has gone back and forth between those clubs with yeah. impunity, really. I mean, he played. Well, it's well over 300 games for each, you know. Right, okay, yeah. Um, he still holds the record as the oldest player to have um, appeared for both Manchester clubs. That's not going to be broken. I wouldn't no. have thought so. <laughs> and I think he was um, one of the oldest, if not the oldest player to have scored in an FA Cup match at the age of 49. Oh, uh, Carnu. Uh, well, <laughs> officially, <laughs> official age. And in 2007, he was inducted into the English uh, Football Hall of Fame. And he will be very shortly inducted into the Dean Windows Hall of Fame after I've read this quote from the Manchester Guardian from back in the day describing uh, a match uh, of Meredith he said those 90 minutes of consummate ball control and trickery every Saturday afternoon to the roars of an adoring multitude were Meredith's one means of communion with his fellow men ladies and gentlemen you come pal come on in Billy Meredith it's actually a really um Really sad um, kind of ending to that tale, isn't there, about Meredith? Because apparently he was he was basically in an unmarked grave for years. His, his years. actual sort of like headstone had fallen into repair and stuff. And I forget who clubbed together to get him a new one. But I think, um, it, was, I think was it was both Manchester clubs and the PFA. Really? And, yeah. Wow. Well, that's great that they did that. They yeah, did, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, of course. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in contact with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. It is. James or Jim, what's going on at thefootballramble.com? Well, I'll tell you. It's like a rhyme. Mm. Brian Maxwell reports on the sacking of international coach uh, Celso Roth, seemingly at the behest of angry fans. Quite common in Brazil, apparently. He's an excellent writer, Brian Maxwell. We should get more of his stuff mm. on there. It's a really good piece, that. James Appel explains Zenit boss Luciano Spalletti deliberately breaking the rules and receiving a harsh punishment for his brazen rebellious streak um, which is something that happened uh, obviously at Zenit which is quite fascinating actually uh, Chris Nee takes us uh, through Philadelphia Union's impressive start to the MLS season Philadelphia are the, uh, are the team that had uh, the Sons of Ben who yeah. were the supporters before they actually had a team they just <laughs> yeah. sort of willed a team into, into existence they're actually doing quite well uh, also elsewhere there's Andy Brassel on Sporting Lisbon's futsal star who outed himself as a Porto fan by disgracing himself on TV and uh, of course um Mikhail Zakodny is over there on Manuel Arboleda the Colombian who naturalised so he could play for Poland only, only to sort of subsequently be a bit shit and then uh, <laughs> just sort of not look like he was going to get in the kit, in the team and of course there's loads on El Clasico and the marathon with stuff from myself Chris Mann and also there's a video from Kay Murray uh, on, on the subject so she gets to see in her A to Z of Spanish football so get over to the Football Ramble blog there it is uh, any more for any more no, nothing from me. Okay, uh, that uh, just about wraps it up. Oh, Pick Live, Luke. Yes, uh, the footballramble.picklive.com for real time fantasy football. It's like fantasy football, but on like acid. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's really good. And obviously, fantasy football, the only thing you win is bragging rights. Well, Pick yeah. Live, you can win actual money. Yeah, so. but you've got to buy your own acid. <laughs> <laughs> the footballramble.picklive.com. <laughs> acid not included. <laughs> there it is. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. We're all off to uh, false. No, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Northwich Victoria's nickname, the Trickies.
Is that right? I think so. Oh. Um, later on, that's because of their love of trip hop, though. <laughs> Trickies. What? He's trip hop, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the music man. I don't know why yeah. I said that. Really. Yeah. Can I have a confirmation that the joke worked? Yeah, please? it worked. It's fucking <laughs> Good. brilliant, actually. It's really good. <laughs> uh, no, it's not what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I had ACDC. You can have that one. All right, fine. What did you have ACDC for? Because I remember I got ACDC and Black Sabbath mixed up. Did you? And you had to go. Oh, you, you did. You had the right pop. Yeah. Yeah. So I originally, so I originally thought you said the trippies. Right. And that's why it confused me. It wasn't because I don't know who tricky is. Got all his records, so seen him live. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the rarely seen look more on the back foot. I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. I'm better from the front. I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> not, not according to Jeff. I'm better taking the game to you. <laughs> no, fair enough. Great joke. I've fucked it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let it be said that I can walk into any shop that Luke nominates in the month of November. Home base. <laughs> <laughs> One that would usually sell a cream egg and purchase a cream egg. They may very well be in seasonal. November. November. I'll bet you tenner. Tenner. Trickies. <laughs>